Radio, I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo, good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How you doing today? <laughs> well, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's uh, It's been kind of a crazy weekend, man. Had a stomach bug that I uh, mm. contracted from my uh, precious, precious daughter, who is totally <laughs> worth it and and precious and sweet. And uh, we are just so thankful for every day, almost all day. <laughs> 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 but you know how it yeah. is, man. I was laughing with uh, with another friend, uh, and they were like, you know, I just if I had a nickel for every time I got sick because of something my uh, you know kids brought home from daycare, I, I could have retired a lot earlier. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just part of it, man. But yeah, we're we're doing okay, getting back on our feet, and uh, yeah, man, enjoying the week. All right, how are you doing, man? Man, I'm doing really, really well. In fact, uh, today as we're recording is actually the day after my birthday. Yeah, so, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. Happy was, birthday. Thanks, man. Uh, you know, it's interesting because this is the first year in quite some time that I've had a birthday without being on Facebook. So no, like, you know how Facebook reminds us oh, of all the people yeah. you know, whose birthday you're supposed to. I was like, all right. So the 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 amount of text messages or instant <laughs> messages was uh, definitely low, which was kind of nice, to be honest. I, I actually nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't like to be bugged on my birthday. I mean, like, you know, it's always nice to have people thinking of you and everything. But at the same time, you know, I kind of I actually kind of put my phone down and, and spent a lot of good time with the family. And, you know, I, I, I had a bit of a stomach issue last night, but but in a very different kind of way. Uh-oh. We went out, dude, it, we went out to a really, really like amazing steak restaurant here in, in Houston. And uh, we got you ever you ever seen a tomahawk steak? Um, I, I've heard of that, but I, I can't recall what it is. I have heard that term though before. Is that yeah. like a, a couple cuts like combined or something? No, 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 no. So like, this is like that Fred Flintstone giant bone sticking out of the, uh, the, right. the meat <laughs> type situation. Uh huh. <laughs> so, so we, we ordered one. I've always wanted to have one every single time I go to like, like, uh, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to order one today. And then I see the price. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll probably just get something else. You know, like I, I want to be a big <laughs> spender. And then I realize I'm not that, that big <laughs> right, <laughs> in terms right. of my spending. But I thought, you know, for my birthday, I'm doing this. And so, yeah, my wife and I went out to uh, uh, the butcher shop here in, in Texas and we got the, uh, what they call the long bone, which is a tomahawk steak. They bring it out. Yeah. They actually uh, carve it up at, at your table and everything. It was uh, it was quite the experience, which I That's love, great. you know, culinary experiences like that. And man, I don't know if you've ever heard a meat drunk before, but I was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, last I night I was like, I had the you overdid it, huh? The night. Oh yeah, man. yeah. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. That's that's tough, man. I know. I uh, the um, I, I I've had that exact experience before. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, uh, <laughs> but it was man, delicious. Well, I'm glad you, if you're gonna overdo it, overdo it a little bit on your birthday. And uh, man, I'm glad you. How much did that steak cost? I have to ask. You know, I, I walked away so I didn't have to look at the receipt when it came by. Because not only that, like I I wanted to go all out. Like I wanted to get a glass of Blanton's, but. But they didn't have any yeah. blends. It's hard to get a hold of blends. You it's can't just, get Blanton's anymore, man. No. It's crazy. It's not. I mean, it's a good whiskey, but it's not that good. Come on, no. let's let's occasionally be able to buy Blanton's. <laughs> just just like for a special occasion, you would think. But no, I, I didn't right. have it. And so I was like, all right, well, let me get a glass of Log Bullen, which I I love, and and I don't yeah. currently have at the house, and and they yeah. didn't have that. I was like, what's going on? And so then they come in, they're like, well, how about Lafroig? Lafroig's Petey and Log Bullen. I was like, well, I, I'm not looking for Pete. Uh, at the moment, I, I like Logbullen, but I wasn't going for that extreme Pete kick to the face that, that, right. uh, that Logbullen is right now. And so, uh, but fortunately, that's a Belvini Caribbean <laughs> cask, which is, uh, 
you know, it's 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 not quite as hoity-toity as I was going for, but it is a, a good. I, the Caribbean good cask is good from Bellevue. I, I thought you were about to say that you went for Old Charter, which you know might no, have been come on, appropriate for uh, <laughs> you know our, our country squire radio family. But uh, anyway, right, right. Uh, that's great. Well, man, happy birthday to you, and um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's 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 good to uh good to be in your life man and i'm, hey. I'm glad you're in mine so hey, thanks brother <laughs> likewise absolutely well hey yeah. so this is this is going to be kind of an interesting uh, episode but before we jump in jump into it man speaking of kind of the the, the country squire family yeah uh, as i understand it you have added an addition to the country squire family no 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 not another kid <laughs> no, 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 please don't tell me that. <laughs> no, that's right, man. We have a new staff member at our shop, and it's someone I'm very proud to announce. His name is Quinn Crawford. And uh, Quinn uh, is a, a local pipe smoker, pipe uh, enthusiast, and aficionado, someone that is a regular. Uh, regular pipe smoker, uh, definitely into the, um, you know, the pipe community kind of uh, in the interwebs and also uh, here locally in our in our local, um, you know, pipe shop community. And uh, man, just so proud to have Quinn on board. Yeah. So um, if you've called the shop before, uh, you may have talked to a sweet lady named Liz and Liz uh, is, is, you know, she kind of does all of our shipping uh, orders and and gets those in an out in a timely manner and helps with a lot of customer service issues and things like that. And she uh, she is actually retiring this year, and we had to uh, find someone um, that uh, you know could replace her. She's a very small lady, but she has very big shoes, and so we yeah, had to yeah. we needed a very specific person that could uh, fit fill that gap for us. And um, man, so we we hired Quinn. Quinn is a um, man, just a, a local native here to the Jackson area. Great guy has just such a such a kind personality. He's really smart and, um, you know, enjoys, uh, enjoys smoking pipes. He, uh, has a generous, uh, artisan, uh, pipe collection and, you know, really enjoys, uh, English and Virginia style blends and just very knowledgeable about it. So, um, anyway, glad, glad to have him, man, just really fired up, wanted to announce that. And, uh, Quinn is going to be, um, kind of training over the next couple months as Liz, uh, gets ready to, you know, kind of retire, uh, fully and, um, and then he'll, uh, take over all the shipping, uh, business and, and also our website business, which will be, uh, be great. So, um, anyway, really excited about that. Quinn Crawford, if y'all do call the shop and, uh, and chat with him, be sure to, uh, tell him, Hey, introduce yourself. And, um, and we're just, uh, we're just really thrilled to have him. Awesome, man. Hopefully we get Quinn on uh, Mike at some point too. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to, you can follow him as well. He's on, uh, Instagram at the, um, let's see, he's at, magnolia piper well hey like i mentioned man this is going to be a very different kind of of episode in fact in fact it's going to be such a different kind of episode i'm going to do something that i have never done on this podcast or at least i i, <laughs> I very rarely do i think is more accurate to say uh and that is to tell the dear listener um if this is your first time listening to country squire radio this is not the episode for you to listen to it, just, it's, stop. <laughs> it's just, it's just stop go back go back a few episodes you can listen to last week's episode maybe next week's episode but not this one uh this episode is very specifically a follow-up to one that we did very recently of course uh listeners are, are well aware we had the uh, the mcclelland uh, legacy episode that went out a few weeks ago and to say that it um uh, has done uh, has has been heard <laughs> would, would, would be a bit of an understatement Right. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, we, we knew when we actually put out that episode 
uh, that it was going to be one that was probably going to require some follow-up. We knew that, that we were going to be talking about McClelland and specifically the, the exit of McClelland in a way that yeah. just really hasn't been done mm-hmm. uh, from, from an industry standpoint and, and also kind of pulling back the curtain in a way that we don't traditionally do. And with that in mind, we knew that it, it was such a sensitive topic that it wouldn't be fair for us to just put out our own thoughts on it, but to also kind of give some room uh, to gather feedback so that yeah. the community can also kind of have their say on this, what, you know, what is a very uh, controversial and, and at least an impassioned topic, let's say. Yeah, sure. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's, that was kind of the mindset that we had even going in back then. Uh, and, and, you know, <laughs> there is an aspect of this. It's, it's really, really funny because, you know, you think about listeners um, who may, may uh, not, not realize this, but like this episode, well, every single episode, <laughs> there's so much uh, attention to detail and preparation that goes in. I mean, I, I get asked all the time, how much, you know, how, like John David is so knowledgeable, how much is that off the cuff or how much research? And I'm like, you know, I don't know how much I should like pretend like it's all off the cuff for you versus like the hours and hours of research that you put <laughs> into it. <But laughs> regardless, you know, there's, there is, you know, you may be surprised to learn there's a lot of uh, effort that goes into this podcast. <laughs> Believe that, it or not. <laughs> yeah. That particular one, um, because of the amount of, I, I think it's safe to say anxiety or at least concern that it yeah. existed. We put in some some special care let's say into that yeah sure Mm -hmm. is that fair to say yeah absolutely i I think that's well put it's something that we were both very um kind of preoccupied with and if if and when we were going to do that episode we we felt like we had to do it um perfectly and and there was just not a lot of margin for error and so um yeah you know we we hope that we uh hope we did it that way and um surely surely tried to yeah yeah look the episode took off in a big way. And I, I want to make something very clear because a lot of times when, you know, content creators or, or YouTubers or, you know, podcasters, like when, when people like catch lightning in a bottle, so to speak, they, they tend to change everything that they're doing and double down on that, like, like that one thing. You know what I mean? Mm, I mean, yeah. like we, we've all seen this. If any, anybody who's kind of followed uh, any kind of content creator, you, you've seen that situation happen. I, I, <laughs> That was a special episode for us. It was an important <laughs> episode for us. We'll talk more about it here in, in a little bit. But the, the point that I want to make is it, it was a special episode. It's not the new Country Squire radio. Yeah, the new the new MO. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like that is yeah. that's not who we are. That's not who we ever have been. Yeah, we, I agree. We yeah. felt it important to do something different and special for, given the topic and the impact that it had on a lot of industry folks. But that's not we're not reformatting. Even with this episode right now, the, the goal with this is to kind of close you know, if, if we were if we were opening a, a book, we're we're trying to close the book with this episode, so to speak, <laughs> as opposed to like you know doubling down or or kind of setting a new tone for Country Squire Radio or, or anything. Yeah. Like that. So yeah, yeah. Who who we are is who we always have been. We caught lightning in a bottle a long time ago. We're not trying to, to change that from that standpoint. <laughs> but I just I always think that's good. But it it did seem like this was the time. After three years, the dust had settled, and it felt like the right thing to do. Uh, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad we did. Yeah. Okay, so this is interesting because we, we recorded this episode about a week before it actually released. And part of that was intentional to kind of let it breathe a little bit. John David, you know, re-listened to it several times before it went out. I had out. to go to therapy and all that. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I, I even alluded to it, I believe, on on the episode that it was actually not the first time that that episode had been recorded. Uh, the first time yeah. me and Russ did it while you were out and I realized, and it was about, I don't know if it was as long as that one ended up being, but it was a longer episode. 
And I realized as soon as we got off, I'm like, man, this is like, no, we can't do this without John yeah. David. Like on the one hand, I was yeah. excited because I was like, woohoo, <laughs> like the grownups not in the room. We can go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, eh. Yeah, but then the grown-up has to go pay the tab for the kid that broke everything. So let me let me just go, <laughs> go make sure that uh, <laughs> he's cool. Hey, your kid messed all this stuff up. That'll be twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. And Russ was like, "Well, let him listen to it." I'm like, "John, no, I'm not going to do that to John David. Like, he like we just need to have him on this. We like this is." <laughs> And and so all that to say that there was a, you know, it was not like a spur of the moment thing. In many respects, yeah. it's an episode that's been a, a couple of years in the making. Um, yeah. And one in which, honestly, if not for the pandemic, we probably would have actually covered a lot sooner. As yeah, we were sure. kind of talking about it before the world started changing. Um, one of the weird things that did happen, though. Is and this was weird. This, this was, was so weird. bizarre. So we, we recorded it. <laughs> and then like I started kind of, you know, posting out to our, our supporters on Patreon and, and kind of letting them know like, hey, this is a different kind of episode coming. We're going to be talking about McClellan and it's going to be a different kind of conversation than you've heard before. And people were like, oh, is it because of this? And they were all like, everybody was sending us the links. And I'm, you probably already saw it on your own just because you're already in the world. But <laughs> a mysterious Instagram account just popped up out of nowhere. And the speculation mill went ra- ra- like ran wild. It was it looked to be McClellan branded. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And everybody it, was like, "It's the second coming." <laughs> the, so, so, so we were so just to you know get the timeline right. Right, Bo and I and Russ record this episode, and then about four or five days later, a new Instagram account is created. Yeah. And it is called now. This is before the episode aired, right? right? So, but in between the time we recorded it and when it aired, and the and the name of this uh, Instagram account is McClelland Tobacco. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the uh, and the the photo or of its uh, logo or whatever is just just the McClelland logo with the whale and and all that. And the uh, the account has since I think been kind of maybe not deactivated, but kind of, um, you know, turned into a shell. I think they've been maybe approached and uh, kind of, uh, you know, husked out. But anyway, they were posting some things about, you know, pictures of frogs and uh, some Lord (laughs) of the Rings kind of themed things that uh, you you would get the sense that, you know, okay, well, that's cute. And a pipe smoker might come up with that, but I don't, that doesn't really sound like McClellan, you know, that, I mean, I, I don't know. It was, it was just interesting to, to me and, and, and really more than anything, it was, it was fascinating, uh, you know, that that came up at, at the time that it did. So, yeah, that was, yeah. So we, we kind of scratched our heads. We were like, <laughs> okay, so we're, we're, we recorded this, this episode that's, uh, you know, about McClellan and we're a little nervous about it. And, uh, we're a few days out from it, uh, dropping on, on iTunes and, um, and then, uh, uh, and in the meantime, this uh, this Instagram account pops up and it's like, huh, <laughs> I, I remember thinking like yeah. at first, like, oh, man, like I, I had a little bit of a panic moment. I was like, uh, yeah, are, are they really coming back? Because we like, cool. I wish we had released this a week prior. <laughs> like, I know. Like, right. Like, <laughs> and you were like, no, this is just like fans do this all the time. It's just a yeah. fake account. And, you know, don't you know, yeah. it's. It's, you know, the thing, but the, the reality is that there has been such a, there's such a passion, obviously, for McClellan products and such a desire yeah. uh, for a resurgence that I think, you know, the, the, the rumor mill started going crazy. And so that IG's out there, the conversation has been started or reignited. And then lo and behold, we drop our very unique take on McClellan <laughs> that, that very week. And yeah, yeah that it was a, I guess a perfect storm might be too much to say. <laughs> it might be yeah. putting too much emphasis on it, but it was, it was, it was, it was almost so perfect that I yeah. was like, did, did, did I, 
create that IG account? <laughs> like, I was almost going to ask you, and I was like, no, John David wouldn't do that. I know it wasn't you, but it does <laughs> sound like something that I would do. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's it's funny how that worked out. It really it really was. Um, and we have on good authority that 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 account was not in any way, shape, or Fake. form uh, yeah. affiliated with uh, with the folks that that uh, were at McClellan. But um, but yeah, you know, it's just one of those quirky things. And so we wanted to, you know, as we're bringing up this uh, kind of McClellan part two, uh, post-mortem to the post-mortem, we, we wanted to, before we get into listener feedback, at least wanted to uh, acknowledge that that happened and that, you know, they're in no way related to us at all. We, um, the last thing I want to do is go, um, you know, uh, Moonlight is, uh, you know, try to be the a fake version of some other company out there, much yeah. less, uh, you know, a company as uh, as storied and uh, respected as McClellan's. So, yeah, yeah. I, my my only real big takeaway from that, aside from just how weird it was and just how perfect timing it was, you know, yeah. you know, I guess quotations, perfect timing it was, is I was just like, man, this is like this seems like too perfect. Like nobody's gonna like blame us for that. Nobody's like me specifically. Nobody's gonna like you know what Bo probably set that up. <laughs> I bet Bo did that. Yeah. I'm kind of offended no, that nobody thought it was. It wasn't, but well, I, I, and, I, and I, I kind of wish it was. <laughs> yeah, there, there were folks on on a couple forums that I heard that uh, were like, well, you know, that maybe they were uh, in some sense like, you know, created that in order to drive people to this episode. Oh, did they? Okay, and, good. Somebody. Yeah. Did so I have. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I have. I have heard that hypothesis, Bo, and uh, so you can rest assured that someone thinks you're conniving enough to. Do okay. That. Good. <laughs> I, that, that does. That actually makes me feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that did actually happen. Yeah, but um, of course, you know that's something that uh, we would never do. No, not at all. Uh, but that that is hilarious, though. All right, well, good yeah. deal. Um, look, that we just we needed to acknowledge that before diving in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but the thing is, man, there there, there was um, there, there was a lot of nerves surrounding this, and and because of the nature of how this went out, it it was fascinating because obviously many of you, I would say the vast majority of you listening to the show right now. Uh, you are doing so as a pipe smoker, as somebody who has a, a love of the craft, yeah. or at least an interest of the craft. You, you, uh, you know, either come to this because of you know uh, you really want to like learn more about the various pipe tobaccos, or really just kind of share in the tobacco, uh, the tobacco passion, or you know you love the the carving, the pipe carving, mm-hmm. or maybe you just love the imagery and you don't even smoke a pipe. I know we've got listeners like that. You know, we sure do. Yeah, all over the place on the spectrum here, and and the reality is for those of you that fall in almost every single one of those categories likely you you were fairly unaware of most of what we shared. In fact, you yeah, know, the, the yeah. casual pipe smoker, which I mean, I get it. Most of our, I mean, if you're listening to a, a pipe, a show about pipe uh, tobacco, you're not just a casual pipe smoker, but at the same mm-hmm. time, we are a show that caters to a lot of casual pipe smokers. And so I, I saw the feedback and recognized a lot of people like, this is fascinating. I had no idea about any of this. Like when I yeah. say any of this, yeah. They had no idea about any of this. Like, well, I never heard of McClelland or like, oh, well, you know, I saw McClelland here, but I never realized like how big they were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that was, I, I, that became apparent to me afterwards. We, Bo, you and I are both so wrapped up in the community and in the mm. industry that a lot of the times we just assume that, and, and we're guilty of this a lot on country square radio, but you know, we throw these terms around that, you know, from a, any type of leaf varietal, like, you know, Latakia and Parikh to, um, 
you know, a, a certain tobacco cut like we talked about last week or right. uh, in, anything else. We're just assuming that people kind of have this base vocabulary and uh, shared history and all this kind of stuff. And it's, uh, you know, for a lot of folks that haven't been into the pipe world, aren't, you know, don't go to the shows and don't know the people that make these products. And you know, they're just folks that, you know, are enjoying their pipe because they love it. It ministers to their heart. And, you know, it's something they do to unwind after a long day. And, you know, they're not involved in all these blogs and, uh, you know, the communities and they don't go to the shows and everything, but it's, you know, but they, they love the pipe. And so they listen to Country Squire Radio to kind of augment that. And so I think it did catch some of those people kind of like, yeah. oh, well, I didn't really know about any of that. But no that's, clue. <laughs> that's fascinating. And, I'm, you know, at least now I know. But <laughs> right. so it was, yeah, it, that was that was eye opening, I think, for you and me. Yeah. yeah. And but the thing is, it really did, at least from our vantage point, mm-hmm. kind of it, it showed divide is the wrong word because I don't mean divided in the sense of separated in a a negative way. I mean, literally just there are different groups of people. It showed a divide in our listenership of those that listen like that, that are more kind of casual pipe smokers, which which again, I I, I mean, is the vast majority of folks that are tuning in. Yeah. And then the minority uh, of our audience that are in the industry, industry adjacent or industry enthusiasts. And those people their response was very different <laughs> to the episode. Uh, yeah, sure. And, and a lot of like, and like, it's so wild because you would get you know, like a couple, you know, for emails or posts or comments of people like saying like, Oh, very, you know, interesting. Very cool. Learned a lot this episode. And then people like, Oh my gosh, is John David. Okay. Like, is he, is he, have, have you, <laughs> is he have still you, alive? Yeah, like, have you someone, put him in a safe place right now? Has someone cut his brakes, you know? <laughs> It was just a, like a drastically different response <laughs> yeah. to the episode. And I mean, like, it really does kind of come, you know, and, and maybe to, uh, you know, I mean, I feel like we set it up the right way. I hope we did because we kind of communicated. It was very much an inside baseball type of type of episode for sure. Um, but man, yeah, it was, uh, it was fascinating to, to see that feedback. I know that you and I both yeah. uh, got, got texts and kind of people personally reaching out to us. Yeah. Um, asking about how things were. And, you know, one of the things I want to do with this, with this episode, we've, we've gathered a lot of the emails that we've gotten and we're going to share that. We're not going to share any of our personal text messages per se, mm-hmm. um, yeah. because obviously that's a different, you know, if you reach out in that way, it's, it's a completely different understanding. Yeah. Um, that being said, I am curious because I don't, you and I really haven't talked. You even told me after we released the episode, like, I don't, share any of the feedback with me. <laughs> you're yeah, like, you're like, wait, I, I did. We did well, look, <laughs> no, seriously. My, you know, my, um, my, we did this episode, my father-in-law had just had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, the two days later, uh, my wife and I rushed down to Florida with our two kids that we, uh, you know, have referenced on the show and my doggone daughter microwaved my iPhone. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and so I, my whole life was just in a complete uh, turmoil at, at, at the time. And we were, you know, scared for him and all this other stuff. So um, it, it was some, I literally called Bo and I said, look, I do not tell me like people are going to be emailing, people are going to be texting and, and tweeting and all this stuff. I don't want to hear it. I can't hear it. I don't have the bandwidth for it. I don't have the emotional capacity. Like I just, I just don't. And so, um, you know, but, but I did, I I did receive, you know, some personal stuff, uh, you know, from friends that I've made in the, in the world uh, of pipes, uh, you know, kind of throughout that time. And um, yeah. So, and and that was, it was, it was encouraging to hear from, from buddies and, and folks that listened and and had opinions and, you know, they were all constructive. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's the part that I'm curious about. Um, 
the, the feedback that you got, I mean, like, was it, was it widely, you know, supportive? Did, did you get any death threats that you were concerned about? <laughs> like, like you were like, what did you, what was kind of the general consensus? Honestly, yeah. You know, I, I heard from a lot of folks that, that I've known and, and met uh, just kind of through the pipe world. And, um, and they said, you know, um, that, and, and really I was impressed with this and, and just very thankful and kind of surprised. They, um, they said they were proud of me. Uh, they, they said they were, they said they were proud of me. And, uh, a couple of them even said, you know, I've been wanting to say something about this for a while, but don't have the, don't have the, uh, the microphone or the audience or something like that, you know? Um, and, um, uh, and, and, and it's something that has irked me since, uh, the beginning and that type or, you know, when all this happened. And, um, and, and so in, in some sense, I think it, you know, to the people that reached out to me, it kind of, they kind of felt like it gave them a voice a little bit. I, I, don't, I don't know. And, and, and that, that was comforting to me. Um, it really was. Um, it, what, what was also, so I, I did, I received a lot of encouragement about it, a lot of, uh, you know, agreement with kind of our assessment uh, of the, of the, um, you know, situation with McClellan. And, and, and you know, I, what was also very clear though, and this came through very, very clear um, was that all these people love, McClelland, mm-hmm. like all the, all the, all these people, like, you know, they were like, yeah, you're right. Like that, that sucks. But you know what? We, we love McClelland. I mean that, like that, that came through so clearly. And a matter of fact, we even got an email from, uh, from one uh, individual who said, I, I'll never forget it. It was just so well-written. He said, I love McClelland period. I love you guys, period. And, um, and, and, you know, and that's right. It's like, like, can we hold both these things in the, in our hands at the same time? And the answer is yes, yes, Yes. (laughs) we can. And that, that was, that made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Wow. That's, and that's, that's exactly right. I think that's, um, that, that's, a thanks for sharing that. I I, I didn't realize that, 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 that's, that's perfect because I think that's the, 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 the message I hope that we communicated is the answer to that question is yes. Yes. You, you yeah. can absolutely love McClellan and love country squire radio. We, we love McClellan <laughs> and we love country squire. Radio. That's why in part, that's in part why we did the episode. That's I mean, exactly. I think that, that, that should communicate in some sense, the uh, reverence we have for that. And I, yeah. and again, I looking back on that episode and I did listen to it to a, a whole bunch before it went out. Um, you know, I really, I, I really went to, I, I needed to communicate how, you know, the respect we have for that company and, and, and the respect, the gosh, the, um, the, you know, how much I look up to uh, the people we mentioned and the, and the, you know, company and what they've, uh, you know, accomplished and their products and their processes and everything, man, I mean, just if, if I could only be that guy, right. When I grow up kind of thing. And it's, uh, it's like the kid uh, that, you know, is looking at Michael Jordan's shoes being like, man, could I be that guy one day? And, um, and that's, that's the kind of respect we have for these people. And so, um, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I really hope that that, that that came through. And I, I think it, I think it did. Well, so that's the thing it, it did for, for, for some, um, and for others, I, I think, I, I, well, I'll put it this way. I, I hope it did for most people. Um, because at the same time, while the, all that is absolutely true, yeah. Uh, the, the goal was to not hold any punches and to just be very, very raw and real. And, and we come at that from a, a couple of different angles, obviously in, in the show. Um, and I think one of the things that came out of, especially a lot of the discussions that I was having from different folks was a feeling that this was pressing in on something a little deeper, um, hmm. in, in a, in a generational sense. 
And what I mean by that is because, it, you know, obviously we were talking about, you know, the, the, you know, McClellan and the McNeils and, 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 and by name and, and, um, and, and, you know, powerhouses who have been in the industry for, for quite some time. Yeah. Sure. And there are a lot of folks that are around the McNeils have been, and who are also powerhouses in the industry and have been for some time. Yeah. Certainly predate us by, in some cases, decades. Right? I'll put it, I'll put, I'll put it this way. I'll put, I'll put it this way. If, if ever like, and this is not the situation, but if the McNeils ever need to circle the wagons, the people circling them are some powerhouses. They are some right. people who have got long legacies and, yeah, and sure. have, have, you know, really just been at the height of, of the industry in, in many respects and some big names and, and, and carry a lot of weight names that carry a lot of weight. If country squire radio was to circle the wagons, I mean, Gumby just, might show up. Got, <laughs> my, my point is, I want to make this very clear. We're not, there's no going to war. If there was, we'd already be defeated. You know what I mean? There's, there's that. Right. Right. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no desire for anything like that. Um, right. But the other factor too, is that I think a lot of people were kind of pressing in on this notion of like, well, you've got the old guard and the old guard has a view on the industry that is, is negative. And it's like, well, it's not what the old, what the old days were and just everything's awful. And, and, you know, y'all don't know anything and la la la. And -hmm. then you've got the new guard, which is like, Hey, we, we know that it's not what it was. We weren't here for that. We're here for what it is now. And we, we, we see a lot of excitement and we see a lot Mm. of like a a new kind of a new day for the industry. It might not be what your day was, but honestly, if it was what your day was, we wouldn't be here. Like there's, yeah. There's an aspect of which. Wow. You know, yeah. That's like, interesting, Bo. That's, that's in some, that's, that's well put. Yeah. That's so that, well put. so that tension that exists, it's a yeah. generational one largely. And mm-hmm. I think it's a generational one that, that even the, the casual pipe smoker can understand because I think many of us have experienced this walking into our local pipe shops, at least at first and trying to find our community. Now the country squire is one of these shops. And, and there, I know there are several of these shops across America and across the world, likely where there is, you know, a, a intergenerational kind of connection that you can find in the pipe shop. I think in the modern world that has to happen. There needs to be, mm-hmm. you know, the pipe can be this great unifier. And I think in a lot of different aspects, and I think that that, that plays in here. Especially. It is. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but when you mix industry with it, that's when things get the the tensions are there. So I, w- I want to make something very clear. Country Squire Radio has extreme respect for our elders in the industry, and I don't mm-hmm. just mean elders in terms of age. I'm talking specifically experience here. Okay, don't don't misunderstand yeah. us. Tell like, me I'm talking it. about yeah. like like <laughs> folks that have carved out not just a name for themselves, but have carved out new spaces in the industry and have really been pillars that have held it up. There are, there are individuals, young and old, I want to make this very clear. When I, when I was talking about people like Kiss the Ring people, I'm not just talking about old people. There's somebody I am thinking of right now. <laughs> <laughs> and John David knows exactly who I'm talking about without me having uh, to say. It was Bo. a younger individual <laughs> that is definitely not an older statesman that is in that camp. So it is not, I, I, like the, the criticism is not generational when I talk about the Kiss the Ring folks. Yeah, sure, and, sure. And, But more importantly than that is that of that industry legacy folks, people who have been in this some time back before we were born, like there are, there are some really great, great people who've done great work and not just have done great work and made great products, yeah. but are great people. And, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we pride ourselves on, on doing shows where we can highlight various aspects of the industry. And one of the things I want to make sure that we do in the future, just to make sure that that is extremely clear 
is, you know, you will be seeing in the next several weeks uh, highlights of individuals from kind of like legacy in, in the pipe uh, tobacco world. Those folks that are still with us, they might, they may be still in the industry. They may not still be in the industry, but people that need to be highlighted and celebrated. We, we, yeah, we're not, sure. we're not, we're not, we don't get on the mic to get excited to like go kick somebody. Like we, we, we are here to big up people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we are here to celebrate. Yeah. And so that's, yeah. that's something that, that, you know, I really want to make clear is that there is not a generational warfare on here at Country Square. Yeah, gosh, not at all. I mean, I, and, and I think, you know, if, if folks have listened to one, one thing about us, you know, we're ridiculous and get on here and talk all kinds of shenanigans and tell silly stories and everything else. But I think one thing we, we go to links to make clear is that, you know, we, we want to honor people on this podcast. We, we really do. And so, um, you know, we want to be respectful and we want to be, uh, we want to set a tone that is, uh, humble and, um, fun, but, but humble and, um, and, you know, and, and honoring. And so, um, yeah. And, and I think we, I think we go to great pains to make that clear. And so, uh, I hope, I hope we communicate that to you, the listener and, uh, and to, you know, folks that are both, uh, older pipe smokers that know what the pipe industry and community was like back in the sixties and seventies and uh, maybe the fifties in some cases. And, um, and, and, and newer pipe smokers that, uh, you know, as I, as I mentioned on that show, wouldn't, uh, are, are new, uh, you know, maybe 10 years in, but, but also are new, uh, here just in a couple of years, you know, in the past, past mm-hmm. year or so mm-hmm. that are listening, uh, as I mentioned on the, that show, you might not know what a McClelland is if it hit you in the face, you know? <laughs> Um, and, and, and I think, uh, you know, so we, we just want that to, uh, to be clear that, you know, we, we do, we, Bo and I, we, not only that, we recognize kind of where we're at in the, in the industry, you know, we, um, you know, again, we're just, um, a, a couple of pipe enthusiasts, one that wound up becoming a, a retailer and, um, you know, and, and have access to, you know, this wonderful thing because, uh, of the talent of my, my colleague here and, um, you know, have built quite a community uh, by God's grace, and are, are thankful for it, and um, developed an audience. And um, man, if you're listening, you're you're a part of that, we guess. And um, yeah, and so you know, we get on here and talk, and and that's great. And man, there there are so many people that have come before us that uh, that we we stand on their shoulders, and uh, and the pipe community here is still uh, still around because uh, because of those people. That's right. Well, man, you know who is one of the, you know, and I promise I did not mean for this to happen. This is just happening organically. <laughs> talking about like one of the most experienced individuals, one of like the best people, one of our favorite people in the industry. You, you know, you know who fits that category? Um, I have a few guys in mind, but but who comes to your mind today, Bo? <laughs> well, just given the position of where this falls in the episode, of course, I'm talking about Phil Morgan, our good friend from Missouri Mirsham. <laughs> That's right, man. Phil, uh, man, such a great friend. And of course, uh, a titan in the industry in his own right, uh, took the uh, managership of uh, Missouri Mirsham over several years ago and has really just breathed such a life into into that historic company. Uh, been there over 150 years and uh, are still coming out with just killer products and stellar service and um, the quality that you would expect from a company with that kind of story. And so, um, man, just love Phil and what he does. His whole family's involved in the operation, which is really mm-hmm. uh, extra special. And they uh, going up there, just, uh, you know, touring their facility, seeing what they've got going on. It uh, makes the pipe smoker feel like you're just getting a big hug and and uh, and, and you really are. So, uh, man, you can learn more about their products, Phil, and, uh, and, and the entire company.
company at uh, corncobpipe.com. Uh, just such an excellent, excellent company, excellent legacy, and uh, we are so proud to, uh, to be on their team. That's right, man. Hey, a uh, great way to uh, support the good folks at Missouri Mirsham is if you've got a, a corn cob pipe from them. Uh, taking a, a selfie while you're smoking it, we love to retweet that out, share it uh, out there to the good folks to let them know that you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments. Not minutes, like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. <sighs> Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. All right, man. So we're rocking and rolling here. And I think we kind of, we, we set the stage. We shared kind of some of our personal thoughts, feedback that we've seen. Yeah, and also yeah. wanted to set the record straight on a few things. But man, it, it's time to dive into the feedback that we got from the folks. Um, the Spurgeon Piper wrote in. And uh, said, you know, fantastic episode, guys. I knew very little about McClelland, uh, McClelland's departure. And I think that a lot of folks, as we mentioned at the top of the show, really kind of fall in that same that same mindset is like, well, I, I didn't really know a lot about what was going on at the time yeah, because of yeah. you know, the proximity to the industry. Um, that said, you know, it, it, it kind of runs the gambit in terms of some of the stuff that we got. This next one comes up from, uh, Charlie Atkins, uh, from, uh, the AZ pipe club. Now this is of course the Arizona pipe club. What do you have to say? Uh, greetings JD and Bo. My name is Charlie Atkins and I head up the Arizona pipe club. I've listened to your show and have enjoyed it immensely over the years and continue to do so now. Uh, I appreciate the latest podcast. And I know that from a perspective of being a Christian, we owe it to ourselves and others to be honest about what we see, uh, whether it be in the church or secular society. Uh, quote, to thine own self be true, unquote, and that's from William Shakespeare. Um, I will spare the biblical text in regards to the church. It's probably good for this context. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have met Mike McNeil a few times and had lengthy conversations with him. He's a brilliant guy. Uh, once you engage him, uh, he will do all the talking, and he is a very prideful person. Uh, in the biblical sense, I think you get the drift. <laughs> Mike, Mike has had back problems, uh, and the property they owned was where they had processed the tobacco, had grown stratospherically in value. Uh, Mary is substantially older than Mike, and I think they wanted to cash in their chips and spend the rest of their years enjoying the fruits of their labor. Um, I cannot blame them for that, but concur uh, with you guys that said about the, um, what you guys said about the narrow-mindedness of not sharing the proprietary practices and selling the company so that it could go on in perpetuity. Um, I think that with the deeming practices laid forth by the FDA and the fact that Mike and Mary showed no interest in selling the recipes at such a uh, critical juncture 
in time that any possibility of getting the blends approved for production was just a pipe dream. No pun intended. Uh, congratulations <laughs> on the birth of George, uh, JD, and the continuing growth of your family. Bo, I hope that moving to Texas has exceeded your wildest expectations uh, in regard to your career and your wife's and your family. So warmest regards. And that's from Charlie uh, in Arizona. So, um, yeah, c- good, you know, good, good thoughts there. I, I think, uh, you know, it was clear, uh, Charlie, that, uh, you know, at the end of the day that, um, you know, Mike and Mary were ready to, um, man, ready to settle down and uh, had put a lot of, a lot of really, uh, you know, hard, uh, hard earned, uh, or put a lot of hard work in over the years and had earned some, uh, time off and are ready to, uh, ready to, ready to enjoy that. And so, um, we certainly hope they do. Yeah, man. Uh, that's really, really good feedback. This next one's coming in from Eric V said, I really enjoyed your most recent episode. I never thought that much about rather how other people would in the industry would receive the way that McClellan exited the industry. I know McClellan aged a lot of things, in cakes for several years before canning them. Never experienced the same level of vinegar notes in other tobaccos, but other Virginias will take on a fermented tartness uh, reminiscent of those same aged flavors. Eric also includes uh, some images of uh, side-by-side from fresh uh, Orlick golden sliced and five years uh, and a five years aged version as well. Yeah, yeah. Whatever light topping or casing fades and tart mulberry notes emerge. Uh, Eric goes on also to, to comment about, um, you know, and I'll just kind of abbreviate this portion about kind of my experience with the, the Houston pipe club. And I, I wanted to say this, um, cause I think, um, I want to be careful about how I say this, but, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, I shared, I shared a story or I've, I've shared, you know, in, in the McClellan episode, I shared about an interaction that occurred. And while I didn't specify that it was in Houston, a lot of people pick, figured out that it was in Houston and a lot of people who were present, because again, I mentioned it kind of became something of a spectacle to folks that were present. So therefore people remember, it, <laughs> you know, and so... Uh, I think a lot of people kind of put two and two together. I got a, a number of emails and, and text messages actually to this effect kind of about, about this. But I, I want to just say um, a couple things. Uh, one is that we've got an awesome pipe community here in Houston, an excellent pipe community, excellent pipe shops in Houston and, and uh, the Briar Shop in particular. Boy, no kidding. Fantastic folks there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and maybe this this is probably not even the right place to share it, but I'll share it anyway. You know, it, it's been... Um, you know, doing Country Squire Radio in Jackson was a very unique experience because I, we were, you know, already kind of part of the, well, I mean, you obviously were already, you were at the shop and I was a member of the pipe club. Yeah. But then as as time went on, I think actually the pipe club really started getting serious about the same time the show was really kind of finding its footing. And so we were surrounded by people that we already knew and that already knew us. And like, you know, you mentioned the hurricane last episode, like there are people who... Like, you know, like, oh, y'all do a podcast about pipe tobacco that didn't quite know, like, what Country Squire Radio was. Yeah, sure. And and even the ones that did were like, oh, that's so cool. That's so great for you guys. You know what I mean? Like, there was a very much like a a personal connection that already kind of pre-existed the show. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've found that's been um, awkward on my part and not at all on the part of anybody in the Houston area, I want to make that very clear, is just that it it can be a little bit like, you know, the, the pipe community or the pipe club in Jackson, because I grew up there because that was, that was the, the community is I felt very connected to that community and coming to Houston where you have so many great established folks, both in the industry and just in the community. And then kind of coming in as I wasn't just as a newcomer, I was Bo York from country squire radio. And some people knew what that meant. And some people didn't. 
And I, I don't want to be treated as Bo York from Country Squire. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I kind of want to just kind of come in and get to know some folks and, you know, get to, you know, kind of organically. But I know that that's not necessarily as much of an option as I wish it was. And so all that to say that, um, yeah, it, I think, I think maybe I, I got the impression based on the feedback that I was receiving directly from the episode that some people felt that I, I had a bad experience with, with the Houston pipe club. I want to make it very clear. That is not the case. I, I love and respect. Yeah. All the great folks yeah. I, everything you all always told me about uh, your time at the Houston pipe club was always really positive. And, um, yeah. you know, just when you and I would catch up and over Skype and stuff or, uh, uh, or what do you call this thing? Zoom, <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> would always talk glowingly about it. So, um, yeah, yeah I mean, I, it, well, and, and I want to say this too, they're, they're, you know, uh, you know, as we're now at the kind of the back end of the pandemic, they're meeting again in person over at Stogie's on um, Westheimer. I'm, I'm looking forward to attending in the very near future and, um, you know, uh, coming in fresh, man, it's been a minute since seeing people in general. So I'm really excited to kind of get back. Hopefully, um, yeah. So I, 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 I just, I really do want to kind of pay respects there. And, and if I sent the wrong message based on kind of what I shared last week, that is t- completely on me, but no, I, I love the good folks at the, uh, the Houston pipe club and look forward to connecting with people. Uh, there snoring, but anyway, wrapping up Eric's uh, email, he says, Any, uh, anyways, keep up the good work. If, if John David is reading this, uh, I feel your fatigue as we just had our second son, uh, second child, Elijah on March 4th. So, uh, best regards again, that is Eric, uh, obviously from Houston. So, uh, so shout out to Eric and thank you again. Yeah, for your, uh, Eric, good friend, a long time listener of the show. And, um, man, we appreciate your brother and, uh, hope I get to see you soon. All right, man. This next one is coming in from the Reddit community at r slash pipe tobacco. Yeah. Love the folks out there. You want to like, you want to talk about a, a group that has all stripes, man. There's, you know, you, different, different people from across kind of the passion. If, if you ever think, and let it be clear, you can never paint the pipe community in one brushstroke. And if you ever think that you can pop into our pipe tobacco, you got, you got all kinds of types <laughs> of uh, thoughts, feedback and characters there. And we, we got a lot of uh, love and respect for a lot of the guys behind the scenes there. So yeah, th- this one's coming in from anti wit gin sign on uh, on r slash pipe tobacco. Uh, what do you have to say? Uh, he says, Hey Bo, this probably is the best show I've heard from y'all. Thanks for posting about it. I really wanted to thank you for sharing your industry perspective. Uh, as a consumer and a Virginia snob, I was crushed when McClellan went down, weren't we all? Uh, but to have that poisonous line about how tobacco will never be worth smoking again from the McNeils was disheartening uh, and something that shook all of us. I still see around this sub and some other forums uh, that line. Uh, I think it's utter nonsense. Uh, like we have fallen into some dark age of tobacco where we have lost all knowledge of how to grow and process good leaf. Uh, This is absurd and unhelpful. Uh, I've had so much great Virginia in the last few years, much of it from Sutliff, but also Dan Tobacco, Wessex, and uh, the greater MacBaron umbrella. As far as some feedback for your future episode, I loved uh, the airing of grievances and found it personally cathartic. Uh, I know you tried to end with a positive note imploring the McNeils to pass their knowledge to someone, anyone, uh, to carry on the work, I'd try to continue that hopeful note. Uh, maybe do another round of suggestions on what might, what to smoke instead. Uh, you could even delve into some more of the home blending, processing, stoving, etc. advice uh, that was touched on in the episode. And that's from uh, Antwitgenstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great feedback. And, you know, the the... the the reality is, is, is yes. I mean, I think, um, this, this echoes a lot of what we've heard about wanting to, you know, well, let's, let's definitely focus on the positives. And obviously here at country square radio, that's, that's what we try to do <laughs> more often than not for sure. Yeah. I, I also want to, um, uh, make mention of the fact as well that 
and this is not this is not necessarily just an our pipe tobacco thing because I think I saw this on uh, various Facebook groups as well. It, there was an interesting discussion that came around the episode from folks because some people you could tell who read who who listened to the episode and who didn't. <laughs> yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, that's true. Like. There, there's a kind of a, you know, people were going back to that company line, like, oh, people are just griping about McClellan gone again. And this is what really happened. It's like, well, did you listen to the episode though? Like, did you, you like, this is not what you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of people yeah, that's right. who were naysaying what the episode was. I'm like, y'all did not listen to this episode. Like if you did, you, you would not be saying what you're saying right now. Yeah. Um, but it was really interesting kind of, kind of to see that feedback. And again, that's not just on the, the subreddit. I saw that as well, a lot on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one is an email that we got in from Lorelai. And what did she have to say? Uh, Lorelai, first off, I want to say that I love the show. I started listening somewhere around the episode 30-something and had listened off and on ever since. It's really been special seeing y'all's lives change alongside my own uh, as we move through the different seasons of our lives. Uh, Also, the show was extra important during quarantine, anchoring me in a time when uh, the weeks and months blurred together. Thanks for sharing your time, efforts, and expertise. Uh, My question relates to the McClelland episode, which was buck wild, by the way. Y'all turned out, uh, y'all talked about nothing currently filling the niche of their ketchup-y Red Virginias, specifically 5100 Red Cake. I remember you mentioning 515 RC1 by Sutliff last year. I tried some, and though it doesn't match 5100, it definitely has some similar vibes after letting it chill in a jar for a little while. Do you think that this tobacco is a step on the way to filling that tangy gap in the flavor palette of modern blending. Uh, has it been incorporated into any new blends? Thanks again for all that you do. And that's from Lorelei. Um, yeah, Lorelei, I, I, you know, thank you for the feedback. Um, great point. And, 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 you know, one thing we didn't really think about as far as a kind of, uh, um, uh, part of the context of last episode is, uh, you know, pointing people into new directions or whatever, as far as, uh, you know, uh, well, you couldn't try this, but you know, p- because McClellan doesn't make it anymore, but maybe try this. This is kind of similar. This kind of evokes that, uh, that, that taste that they were known for type of thing. And, um, and yeah, I think the 515 RC one, uh, Sutliff, uh, Red Virginia is a, is a really good place to start. I really do. It is a different animal from 5100. Uh, uh, certainly 5100 is is just uh, 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 such a special tobacco and, and so precious. But, um, you know, 515, I think, was um, was uh, is, is something really, really good that Sutliff has put out and, and might, you know, scratch an itch for some of those people out there that are wanting some of that uh, kind of vinegary tang that, uh, that, that Sutler, uh, McClellan was known for. So a uh, good place to start, um, you know, and, and, uh, and I would, you know, encourage you to get some and, um, and maybe even try to incorporate in it into some of your own home blending and, and that type of thing. So uh, it's good tobacco. And, and I will say the folks at Sutliff are doing a really good job of producing a high quality leaf. Now, I, I even feel like in the past, you know, five or six years, they've They've um they've stepped up in a way that uh, I don't I don't know if people really uh, anticipated and I appreciate Sutliff for um for doing such a good job they they're a great company there you go all right man this next one now this is coming from some of the discussion that occurred in the Squire Lounge and of course this is our uh, kind of our, our 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 private group for Country Squire Radio supporters and patrons and club members specifically club members 
Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm abbreviating the names here just because they're of the uniqueness of it being in a, in a, you know, private group and that sort of thing. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm next to positive that both these individuals would not mind me sharing this, but I, <laughs> I just, you know, just for the sake of, 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 you know, playing by the rules, so to speak, I'm yeah. doing some abbreviation. This one's coming in from GB, uh, through the Squire Lounge said, I listened to the McClellan show at lunch today. I was lucky enough to be able to get some of what I wanted, uh, when the end came, the part that bugged me was the fact that they lied about the ending. Just like John David said, I heard the same thing afterwards from my local brick and mortar. Oh, we're just not, uh, we're just out right now to, Oh, the shutting, you know, the doors are shut. I still enjoy their products and I'm glad I restarted smoking in the, uh, May 2017 uh, soon enough to learn about them before they were gone and to have been able to, to at the time to grab some. I wish I had known more than about which were the true best blends. I would have gotten more of the Virginia 20 series and the Dark Star and Blackwoods, etc. and probably not worried about the Frog series. Oh, how dare you. Uh, that is from, uh, again, that's GB in our Squire Lounge. Yeah, man, great great content or context there. And um, yeah, I, you know, I think um, after... Um, you know, kind of putting out our statements and, and, and that show that we did, uh, you know, it was, it was affirming to hear that I, you know, wasn't, uh, of course I'd heard a lot of this before, but, uh, you know, heard from some brick and mortar folks that, you know, they, they, they had gotten the same messages and that that was, uh, you know, kind of a difficult season to go through, but gosh, you know, we all scrambled there at the end to, uh, to get our hands on some of that good, uh, good Virginia leaf to put in our cellars. And certainly those, uh, Virginia 20 series and Blackwoods and so many others, uh, man, they, they, uh, they are they are well uh, pri- highly priced and well sought after today. That's for sure. Uh, all right. We also have from JC in the Squire Lounge who said, "Great show this week. Yeah, I miss McClellan blends, but disagree with the tra- uh, the trashing of those who remain in the industry after they made their exit." Uh, thanks for thanks to the folks like John David and others who continue to produce pipes and blends. Uh, that give us so much pleasure. There is still so much quality product and people out there. And again, that's from JC in the Squire Lounge. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. And then finally, we've got uh, from uh, our friend Eric Karlowski in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. He says, thank you for the gift of episode 306. Uh, most needed episode in the history of our hobby. <laughs> it was perfectly well-balanced, <laughs> sensitive, yet honest and fair. Uh, thank you, John David Bowe and Russ. And that's from uh, from Eric. So, um, yeah, you know, we most of the feedback that we got kind of in this sense was um, – you know, uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, relatively affirming, uh, I would say. And then, uh, of course, you know, some folks checking to make sure that my uh, car wasn't keyed or anything like that. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, folks were, um, were you know, it, it was kind of in some ways uh, hard to open up some of those old wounds, but uh, folks felt um, like it was appropriate content, but also, um, you know, we're um, just again uh, reminded of how uh, great a loss of to the pipe world that uh, that you know the loss of McClelland is, and so um, and and then you know you've got folks like Lorelai who are looking for uh, you know opportunities to to find tobaccos that are you know going to be the successors uh, pointing pointing uh, them in the in that direction. So um, anyway, all this is all this is constructive and good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that we were able to do this and, and share it on the show. For, like I said, for one thing, it was it's such a different episode. We didn't feel uh, that we should just share our own thoughts. We wanted to make sure there was going to be space and, and an episode to share some thoughts from the community, regardless of which direction that was going to go in. And, and we didn't know. We didn't know what direction the, the feedback was going to go mm-hmm. in. Um, but 
man, it, it, it does help, I think, at least for us personally and hopefully for others to, to kind of close, you know, uh, clo- close a door, on, you know, to some extent yeah, to sure. kind of give it a little bit of that cathartic wrap up, mm-hmm. uh, to what was a, a difficult time. And, and, you know, I, I think one of the things that I just really appreciate, especially from the feedback is those that really kind of heard your voice in this. And, and I really, man, I just need to thank you so much for being willing to get as kind of raw and personal as you did on the show, because I know that is not something you're, you're comfortable with. Yeah. I didn't know that you were going to get as, as raw and comfortable as you did. I didn't expect that. <laughs> and, and I don't mean that in any kind of negative way. I just didn't expect it to go there. Yeah, and I, sure. I'm, I really, I think you helped a lot of people in that. Yeah. And I think, and I know you did because we heard it from a lot of tobacconists and a lot of industry folks. And I knew this was going to be the case. I knew this was going to be the case years ago, man. I've been saying for so long that we need to do that episode <laughs> because I heard over and over again from people who were hurt and angry and didn't have a voice to speak up. And I'm like, man, look, if we don't, mm, we, <laughs> that, that's what we got to do. Gotta, like that's, gotta say that is something, what, I guess. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you, and like, and I can't say that not the way that you can. And I just, I really, on behalf of them, man, I thank you for, for being as raw and as real as you well, were. Well, again, I, you know, we don't, um, uh, as, as someone, as, as I mentioned before, who's uh, painfully codependent, it, uh, it was, it was difficult, but, um, man, glad the pipe community is loving and forgiving and everything else. And, um, man, just, uh, for folks that are on all sides of the aisle and that kind of issue, uh, man, just, um, appreciate the, uh, the ears and the encouragement and the constructive feedback and, and everything else. So, yep. There you go. Well, hey, this this officially wraps up like all the weird episodes of Country Squire Radio. I think I think we're going like just to pure normal for for at least another year. I think we could probably get away with a year of, of normal. Pure normal for us is is a bunch of weird though. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll go back to Country Squire Radio normal. It'll be it'll be great. So nothing but normal shows coming up here in the future. Um, you know, hopefully you've, you've enjoyed these. And if you didn't, good good because they're they're gone. They're over. This is the last one. <laughs> we're, we're going back to uh, go back to the, the classics and the basics here next week. But um, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And uh, hey, if you've got some thoughts, feedback, quick fire questions, listener feedback, or more for the show, you can always email us, show at countrysquireradio.com. You can also follow us on the social media at uh, Squire Radio on Twitter at underscore Country Squire at John David Cole. Uh, all that information and more can be, of course, found at countrysquareradio.com. The show is uh, made possible by our good friends over at Missouri Mission, but also from our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash countrysquireradio. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, we shared some of the thoughts from our Squire Lounge, which is an exclusive Facebook group uh, to our to our uh, club members. So if you'd like to join that and learn more about how you can support the show, again, that is patreon.com slash countrysquireradio. John David, that is that we, we did it. We did the thing. The Man, we did it. Chapter is closed. We did it. We, uh, well, it is for now. We may get some more feedback, but, um, but yeah, I think uh, we'll, I think we'll it's uh, yeah. We we'll, we hope we uh, put a nice uh, put a nice ribbon on the end of it, and uh, man, are just thankful. Uh, thankful there's so much good tobacco left out there and um, and man just thankful that we have an exciting community to be a part of. That's right. All right, man. Way well, hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, 
We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.